Well, during the season of Lent, it is most advantageous to be aware of God's holy presence in the now. Yes, now, because yesterday is done and over, and tomorrow is not yet here. That's why the founder of Opus Dei, Saint Jose Maria Escriva, said, live in the presence of God and you will have supernatural life. It is necessary to be convinced that God is always near you. Too often we live as though our Lord were somewhere far, far among the stars. We fail to realize that he is only always at our side." End of quote. So let us remember during Lent that we have this precious gift of God's presence, his divine presence and his holy will. Why? Because as we often pray in the Divine Mercy Chaplet, this is the concluding sentence in that chaplet, and I quote, Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself." End of quote. So what is God's will for you and for me? It is love and mercy for you and me. He simply wants us to love him at all times by believing and trusting in his love and presence. That's why in today's gospel, Jesus said to Nicodemus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Now clearly, Jesus desires that we do not perish, but that with him we may abide with him in heaven. How? By simply having faith, strong faith in him and loving him deeply. Why? Because none of us earns our salvation. We can no more conquer sin and win heaven on our own than the Jews could survive the desert without the help of Moses. Jesus desires your salvation because he knows that heaven will not be the same without you. Heaven will not be the same without you. Look at the cross. He's always thinking about your salvation. So think about that during Lent. That's why here on earth, Jesus is constantly close to us and walks with us. Now, this is clearly pointed out in Psalm 139. The Psalm goes, Lord, you search me and you know me. You know my resting and my rising. It was you who created me to be. It was you who knit me together in my mother's womb. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your face? If I climb the heavens, you are there. If I lie in my grave, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell at sea's farthest end, even there your hand would lead me. Even there, your right hand would hold me. 
So think about Psalm 139 during Lent. And in some way, in appreciation, let us find ways of loving Jesus back. Why? Because as we said, his divine providence for you, his holy will for you is love and mercy. Speaking about mercy, one of the best known religious poems in the English literature is The Hound of Heaven. How many have heard of that poem, The Hound of Heaven? Good, there's, there's many of you who are poets. Now, it was written by Francis Thompson, who tried to run away from God. He compares God to a hound. Yes, a hound dog chasing his soul. In some ways, it is the story of his life. As a boy, he intended to become a priest, but laziness led his, led his father to enroll him in a medical school. Unfortunately, he became a drug addict using opium, which almost destroyed his mind and body. He became a beggar, roaming the, the slums of London, earning money by sh shining shoes and selling pencils. Through the kindness of a poor girl, Francis met Wilfred Maynell, who recognized his writing talent and his inner goodness. Eventually, Maynell helped Francis regain his faith and his poetic writing skills. In his poems, Francis depicted himself as running away from a loving God who relentlessly pursued him like a hound dog. Yes, like a hound running after a rabbit. God runs after every soul to save it from eternal damnation. That's how intense God loves you. So during Lent, let us allow ourselves to be caught by this divine hound dog. And let us allow ourselves to be embraced by his love and his mercy, by his holy will. That's why Saint Scriva said, Jesus is your friend, the friend with a human heart, just like yours, with loving eyes that wept for Lazarus as much as he loved Lazarus. He loves you. Perhaps while Jesus is loving us, let us find a way to get his attention and even try to conquer and steal his heart in the process. But how? How? Well, there's good news. Jesus appeared to Saint Gertrude of Germany and the humble saint asked Jesus, Lord, how could I love you more intensely? And Jesus smiled and said, the confidence a person has in me, believing that I can help him anytime and anywhere, steals my heart. And I cannot but favor such a soul because the great pleasure I experience in seeing him so dependent upon me. End of quote. Wow. So remember this. Jesus is so impressed with people who are so dependent on him and in the process allows himself to be conquered by your love. 
This means that we should allow Jesus to have his way every time and to surrender and depend on him and his holy will all the time. So without being too redundant, redundant, do you want to conquer and steal God's heart? I would. It would be such a blissful thing and experience to happen. Nonetheless, as Jesus said, all it takes is total, complete dependence on him. Now for me, it took some time to be totally, completely dependent on him. Why? Because sometimes I'm in a hurry. Sometimes I want to control things. Sometimes I want to be in charge. Now I know that is anathema. That is a big, big mistake. Now I know in everything I should let Jesus win and have his way. Now I'm happier and often say, Lord Jesus, whatever you want, I love. So with this simple, humble approach during Lent, perhaps we can prepare our hearts by being so dependent on him, even in our fasting and prayer and almsgiving, so that we would have a glorious Easter. Amen.